are you going for all this stuff you're getting for your kitchen when you get it redone? Are you going to put it back in yourself, or is someone else going to install no, I got, it? I got. Uh, I mean, I could do a bunch of it, but <clears throat> I'm just going to go ahead and have uh, Alex, my guy. He's going to go ahead and bang out the cabinets, the granite, and the sink, and everything else. I'm just going to let him do it. Mm. Oh, by the way, I, I was wondering too. Like your, so your your official title is contractor, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. What do you do? You have do you look canvas, or how does that? How do you get jobs? I've been down here long enough now uh, for us where it's like a word of mouth type thing, which we all know that's the best advertisement there is, you know, for pretty much whatever anybody does. But uh, I've been down here long enough to where, you know, I just, I don't, I don't really need to advertise. I pass out business cards and, and uh, I've done a couple real estate agents, you know, down here that I've done work for. So that's, that's golden right there, you know, because I'll give them some cards and, they pass them out, but no, I got people calling me to ask me to do stuff all the time. So, okay, so you're you're I mean you're at a point now where like you don't even need to. There's no, no need to no. canvas or advertise really or anything. No, I I tried that. Uh, I did that for a little while whenever I was working for Dad. Uh, you know, around Tennessee, and Kentucky, and that was just right up there with the damn root canal. I hated that shit, man. I mean, it's you know, I'm just not a. Uh, that's not my thing. So. Did, did like all of your brothers and dad work for your dad at some point or another, or was it like a few of you? And like, did you? No, at it, one point, uh, all of us did. Everybody oh, all did. four? Mm-hmm. Or I mean, five? Yeah, yeah. Larry, uh, Steve, Nikki, me, your dad, Brian, all of us. Was it just like go for work, or did you all have like different jobs? Well, we, uh, I took care of all of a. Uh, you know, Dad's window jobs, and Nikki did too, Steve did too, Brian, we always knew Brian was going to go into sales, of course, he was, his focus was, uh, you know, going to college and all that stuff and everything, so, you know, Brian did, uh, this, Brian's not cut out to be, you know, do, uh, like, manual labor or whatever, he, he, he's, yeah. he's not, no, yeah, <laughs> no, no, he's not, he didn't like his shit at all, he's, a. Uh, so, he, he, uh, yeah, he, 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 he bitched a lot when he was working for Dad, and of course, you know. I don't blame him. Brian just Brian never was cut out to do stuff like that, you know. Well, I think I think he does much better on like the salesman end. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a, he's a damn good salesman. He's a damn good salesman. And it's not too many of us in our family got the uh, I call it the Cotton Clark bullshit gene. Yeah. I know I didn't get it, but uh, Brian got it, you know. So he's got it in like a different way, though. You know, it's like it's, yeah, he yeah. would always tell me stories about how yeah. Cotton would walk into a house and and not take no for an answer. And dad is too polite. He doesn't, I mean, well, I think he's, I mean, I don't know. I've never been in the room while he's selling a job, but like, I assume he's a little bit more polite than Cotton was. Well, Brian cares more about, uh, you know, being more transparent. Um, yeah, exactly. He doesn't, you know, dad doesn't give a shit, you know, if he offends somebody or not. I mean, he cares if he offends somebody, but he's just, dad's one of these kind of guys. He told me years ago. Uh, he said that, that what he does, being a salesman, is is it's a challenge. So you know he he knows that if he has any problem with one person, it's uh, no big deal that they say no because he knows that he's going to go down the road and sell the next person. So he's just always had that confidence about it about himself, and uh, I never did. I remember the first time I went in somebody's house there in Owensboro and sat down and tried to talk to them. They were interested in all this stuff. Next thing I know, I was. Sw-
You know, it's kind of like, all right, our, our product sucks. Call somebody else. I'm out of here. <laughs> you just freak me out, man. I feel like that's the, uh, like, if I can't, like, my plan is if I can't immediately get, like, you know, obviously, like, it's hard to be an actor. So if I can't get work immediately, which is what I'm expecting, I want to go into sales, which is kind of ironic because, like, when I was little, like, and, you know. You'd be good at it. I think, like, I, I, I think with my personality and, like, my skill set, I mean, like, honestly, like, if you're studying to be an actor, it's kind of a similar skill set. Like, you're trying to, like, sell someone on something in a way, um, but it's just, I think it's kind of funny because whenever I was younger, dad would be like, don't do what I do. And now I'm, like, yeah. seriously thinking about getting into sales. Like I told you, like, I'm... Well, you're selling yourself to the audience. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, so. that, and that's why, um, that's and why, like... I'm good at that, so, you <laughs> Thank know. you. That's why I picked my minor, because uh, I didn't I didn't have a minor until like junior year, and you're supposed to pick that like early on. I picked it kind of late, and uh, but my friend was like, "Do entrepreneurial business," because they're like, "You're trying to sell yourself." Because so it's like it's all it is. Yeah, you're learning a lot of like marketing if they skills. They don't like you. They're not gonna buy shit from you. Exactly, exactly. I think uh, I think selling cars would be kind of cool. I don't really know. I but the thing is, is I, I don't. Here would be great. Yeah, because there's a car dealership every eight Rose feet. Rolls Royce dealerships. Bentley's, Aston Martin's. I mean, we got it. We just built that new Ferrari dealership up on 41, and mm -hmm. you know, heading toward Grace's. And uh, no, you, I think you do just fine with that. That's the thing is, like, if if I if I end up coming back down here, uh, then I think that might be on the list of things. I might just go down the list of like car dealerships I'd love to work at. But the thing, the first thing too, would be I need to learn about cars because I don't know anything about cars. Yeah, I know yeah. enough, like, I know brands. That's about it. But mm -hmm. uh, I would like to spend the next. When I find out like whether or not I'm going to come down here for sure, which I don't know when that'll be. Oh, they sell um, everything down here. Yeah, exactly. Lamborghinis, so I, mean, you name it, man. I, I, I think it. I'd find like a fraternity brother or two that know a lot about cars and just have them like give me a crash course in mm -hmm. cars or just like listen to like a lot of podcasts like this yeah. about cars and just kind of learn about it. But uh, I think that'd be kind of cool. Um, oh, something I was going to ask you too. Uh, so I never knew you lived in California. What was that? You lived in California for a little oh, bit? Oh, my God. Yeah, that was uh, <clears throat> me and an old friend of mine, mm -hmm. old partying buddy. We were, uh, I guess I was out of school for a few years, I guess. I don't know. I was probably like 20, 21, something like that. And we were just kind of sitting around one day, and he's like, man, he goes, I ain't never been out west of you. And I said, no. And I think like within 24, 48 hours, we had backpacks on, had our thumbs stuck out on the Nature Parkway, and we hitchhiked. All the way out there to uh, Apple Valley, Victorville, Victorville. Excuse me. We went to uh, Long Beach. We went all over the place out there. You know, that's back when Nicky, your uncle, was a uh, he was stationed out in San Diego. So I went and visited him. You know, while he while we were out there, and uh, it was cool. You know, but it was just you know shit. We just went out there, and you know, like I say, you know, we were about your age, and. You know, didn't really have a damn thing to lose. We went out there. I bartended for a couple of years and drove a fork truck. And uh, uh, Leroy did whatever the hell he was doing. And, uh, you know, after a while, you know, getting close to just starving to death. You know, Dad, I talked to him on the phone one day. And he was like, man, he said, why don't you just come on back here and go back to work for me? And so I was kind of like, you know, hell, I had a good time out there for a couple of years. So we came back. And it was, it was cool. It's expensive as hell to live out there. But where'd you live? I was right uh, around the San Gabriel Mountains in uh, Apple Valley in Victorville. Oh, okay, okay. Nice area. I mean, I've heard that it's grown just unbelievable. You know, of course, like I say, this was this was 30 years ago, you know. And so you, you hitchhiked? 
Yeah, we thumbed it all the way out there about halfway, and then the other halfway we greyhound bust it, and you know, yeah, it sucked. I can't imagine. <laughs> I mean, like nobody nobody hitchhikes now, you know. Obviously, no, 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 you can't. You no. can't trust anybody anymore these days. I mean, well, you can't trust anybody, and also, like, I think there's. That I don't was the know. only time I ever thumbed it anywhere. I think. Really? That's yeah. the that's the funny thing is I always hear that from older people. They'd be like, well. Especially people that went to Murray State is they're always like, yeah, I'd, I'd come home for holidays and then I'd have to like thumb my way back to school. I'm like, I can't imagine that. Just like the end of like my Christmas break. I'm like, all right, I'm out. And just like walk down the street with my thumb out. Well, we went, we got a, when we got out on the nature, we're sitting there carrying all our stuff and everything. Next thing I know, it's, it started just pissing and pouring. And we were at, <clears throat> excuse me, I think we were at the first overpass bridge getting ready to pull out of Owensboro. And it started raining, so we crawled up underneath the overpass and we were just sitting up in the rocks. And about that time, we walked back down there and we were sitting there and we started thumbing it again. The rain started letting off a little bit. And of all people, this guy I went to high school with, Joe Sublet, he ended up uh, pulling up. He said, You guys need to ride somewhere? And all of a sudden, I heard this guy in the car. He sat there and he goes, Clark? <laughs> and I was like, Uh, yeah. And he goes, What the hell y'all doing? I said, Well, we're going to hitchhike out to California. So he gave us a ride. I think he dropped us off. That was our first ride. He dropped us off right outside of Nashville. And, uh, you know, hell, I don't remember who the hell picked us up next, but somewhere right around on the other side of Tennessee, we ended up getting, you know, we broke down and bought some Greyhound tickets and we busted, you know, for a while. And then we thumb it for a little while and then bust it for a while, trying to ration what little bit of money we had. But, yeah, basically went out there and just damn near starved to death for a couple of years. I've just never been out to California. We went to... So uh, that was like, that was the reasoning? Was just like, you've never been there? Because I was about to say, yeah. why California? Well, Leroy's dad lived out there too, Carol. Yeah. He, he was out there and he uh, he worked for, I think he worked for a construction company too. And we stayed with him and his girlfriend and uh, it was a cool experience, man. I had, a, I mean, I, I don't regret it at all, man. We had a good time and, you know, been there, done that type deal, you know, and but... I would never ever do it again. Thank God I don't have to. Did you wait? Didn't you say was it California or Boston? You said you couldn't stand. I think it was Boston. Boston was. It's a cool city, but I just couldn't. I can't imagine living there. I mean, it was just too hard to navigate around there. I mean, it's you know, it's such a big city. I've never, I've never it, been. It's some place I want to go to. It's because I know cool, a lot about man. it. Yeah, you know, of course I'm a Bruins fan. I'm a hockey fan anyway, but you know, it's it, it's a cool city and everything. A lot of history there. Uh, you know, they got a bunch of them old cemeteries downtown, you know, like Ben Franklin and his wife are buried and stuff yeah. like that. It's, it's a lot of history, so it was cool. But, I, I mean, you, if you had to be at work at, say, 8 o'clock in the morning or something like that, you'd have to leave at 5 o'clock to get there on time. I mean, the traffic's just insane. I think uh, I think it's weird kind of how, like, I, I only recently, like, since I got to college, like, when I was in like high school and before that, like, the only cities I was really familiar with was, like, kind of Nashville. But, you know, I was so young that, like, I didn't have a reason to get familiar with it myself. I was I just hanging out with my Nashville. parents. I love Nashville. Oh, it's great. But uh, Nashville is like kind of one of the only places I've been to. That in Chicago, and I love both of them. So I didn't really think there was, I didn't really think you could not just not like a city. But it's kind of funny now that I've gotten older. I've been to more places. There are certain cities I just don't like. Like I didn't like Cincinnati. I did not like it at all. Yeah, I mean it's a fun town, but I don't know. I just it it just doesn't. It felt it felt weird. I didn't like Cincinnati. Yeah. And also yeah. it's like the way downtown is structured i didn't like it either like it's i don't know it was kind of it was fun like there's fun stuff to do in cincinnati and i have mm -hmm. a lot i have a few friends that live there but i didn't like cincinnati um also i i mean like i went to you know i, I studied abroad for a little bit for like two weeks because i have to with like the program but i hated london it's kind of funny you expect to like 
I, I don't know. You don't really. I've never. I had never been out of the country, so I didn't really know what to expect. But how, I, was, how was the weather? It was just gross. It was just gross and gray. And it's like the, the, that's what I kind of figured. That's yeah, what I've heard. It's I'm, it's I, just. I've never been over there. It's like the. I like the Ireland. The Irish are great. I love yeah. the Irish. They're super cool. And and also, I mean, it's the same weather, but the people there kind of made it fine. Like mm-hmm. I liked the culture and the people, but. Uh, did not like London. Like I didn't like England in general. Like, but then again, I didn't get to see like I, I think it'd be cool to see like the countryside and stuff. Right. But the uh, just the whole city, and I found out why later. But the whole city is just like so sad. Also, I'm not a car guy again, but the cars are so ugly. Like all the cars are just the same like ugly like almost industrial looking vehicles. They're just ugly. And the whole like London is all just gray and brown and like that those just those two colors and I just thought it just looked so sad and the whole city was just depressing but I found out later like the reason it's all like gray and brown and shit is because you know they just got leveled in World War Two and then they built everything up with concrete so now the whole city is like one two three colors yeah but uh yeah I've never Boston's on my list I want to go to Boston it's I mean, if you're just gonna go up there like for a long weekend you know about four days or whatever you'll freaking love it man. I mean, there's a bunch, of course, you know, needless to say, Italian restaurants, pizza shops. Yeah. I mean, I keep, yeah. You know, keep watching. There's a lot of <laughs> movies that are, like, really central, like, to Boston. And I keep, mm-hmm. I've watched, like, a ton of them in the last Oh, month. yeah, tons of them. Like, man. Goodwill Hunting. I watched Mystic River two days ago. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, I, and also, like, my, my friend Eric, he moved back to, I, the interview before this, uh, he moved back to Boston. And he told me, he's like, he's like, I want to do the show again or whatever. And I was like, oh, great excuse to visit Boston. He was like, hell mm-hmm. yeah, come, let me know. But, uh. I don't know. I think all the history stuff would be really cool too. Like um, all the stuff downtown. Like there's the um, the Freedom Trail. Do you know what that is? No. It's like um, it's like this like thing you can go downtown and do where it's like you walk. It, it's there's a line that goes in the street and like through the parks, everything on the ground. It's like painted red, I think. But it goes all the way around, like like around downtown Boston, and you visit on that Freedom Trail thing. You visit like a bunch of different locations, like. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. We didn't yeah. go on that whole trail thing, but Lindsay and Ryan mentioned something about that, and there was labeled, yeah. you know, streets that were labeled and stuff like that. I do remember that, you know. Yeah, I'd love to do that. And then, but uh, you just be walking down the road, and and, and and next thing you know, you're right in the middle of downtown, and there's an old ancient cemetery there, and then you go around the next corner, and there's an ice skating rink, you know, just sitting out there, you know. I mean, it, it was really cool, but. I just couldn't. I don't think that I could afford to live there. And plus, like I say, the traffic was just insane. But yeah. the only place I've ever been outside of uh, the United States is whenever I went to Haiti. But of course, you know. How many years ago was that? God, that was... I love those people. Nobody wants to live there. That was. Uh, let's see. Me and Brian Tapp went out there. A good friend of mine. We went out there for. We were out there about two and a half weeks. We went with a, a group of people from St. Louis Global Compassion Ministries. Uh, that was. I guess about five years ago, yeah. five years ago, something like that. It was, it was, it was a wonderful experience, but how'd you, how'd you get into that? How'd I you get signed up for sitting that? Sitting here watching TV one day and I hadn't talked to Brian in my Lord, probably three or four or five years anyway. And he just called me up out of nowhere. He said, I don't know what it was. He said, but uh, this group called me up and asked me if I wanted to go. And uh, he said, you were the first person I thought of. So I was kind of like, you know, that's where I've always been anyway. Just kind of spontaneous. And I was like, well, I said, shit, I'm going to go then. So, Got a plane ticket, hooked up with this uh, organization and everything, talked to them, and, you know, I'm down here in South Florida, so uh, it took me an hour and a half, and I was, boom, I was in Miami's airport, and those guys had to fly from St. Louis, so I met up with all those guys, and then, you know, that's uh, from Miami to Haiti, I think it's like a, a 30, 45-minute flight, you know, it's nothing, but, yeah, it was, um, 
It wasn't a vacation, that's for damn sure. What you uh, do you do like carpentry? What you do there? Yeah, we 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 re- uh, helped rebuild six houses and a school that had got just devastated by just flood turrets and stuff during a I think it was Hurricane Matthew. And of course, it missed us here in Florida, but it went right over the top of Haiti. So just, this wasn't the earthquake. No, 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 this was now Linnell, my ex-wife. She Linnell went down there right after the earthquake, you know, because she was an orthopedic nurse at that time. So she went down there and scared me to death. You know, me, the girls, and Landon. We nobody, we didn't want her going because it was too dangerous, you know. I mean, yeah. Especially right after that. You know, right after like one of the biggest yeah. earthquakes. Yeah. In and uh, the place was just leveled, you know. And, yeah. Uh, she was kind of like, I don't care, so I'm, I'm going to go anyway. So then whenever I went, years after that, I think, <clears throat> if I remember correctly, uh, yeah, yeah, Linnell and I were already divorced at the time. But still, her, you know, she called me up. She was just like, I don't want you going. You know, it's too dangerous down there and all this stuff. And I'm like, you remember when the earthquake hit and you went? We didn't want you going either. And you were kind of like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to go anyway. So <laughs> I don't give a shit what you think, honey. I'm going anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, uh, like I say, it was, it was a... Uh, a fulfilling experience, but at the same time, you know, heck, it's those poor people that can't get a damn break over there, man. So did you meet a lot of, like, did you meet a lot of Haitians, I assume? Oh, yeah, 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 we worked with a lot of them, and uh, our uh, interpreter, Evans Asmar, great guy, he's he's still down there, he's never been in the United States, but we, uh, I still stay in contact with him, we, you know, we message each other back and stuff on Messenger, you know, every now and then, and, but, uh, He's taking care of his mom down there and just got married and had a baby and everything, so. Oh, so you yeah, you kind of keep up with him? That's all, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, stay in contact, man, but, you know, he's just, they're just used to it down there, man. If they've never been over here to the United States, that's all they know is just extreme poverty, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, Evans, he's a, he's a, he's a good, strong Christian man and, you know, yeah, we stay in contact every now and then, you know. How long were you over there? Uh, about two and a half weeks. About two and a half weeks. Okay. Yeah. And, and this is, you know, this is, sounds stupid, but like, with, where is Haiti specifically? Haiti is on the, it's it's one great big ass island and it, you got Haiti on the side closest to us and then the Dominican Republic. Dominican's on the other side. That's supposed to be, I've never been there, it's supposed to be a lot nicer. You know, it's really, really nice. And then the other side of the mountain where Haiti is, is just extreme poverty. But where we stayed, uh, it's like southeast. Of, of the bottom of Florida, but we had a, you know, it, it was neat. The compound we stayed on was right on the ocean, and it just, it's the bluest, most beautiful, crystal clear water. I mean, the mountains and everything's just breathtaking, but, you know, you walk down the beaches there and everything, and it's, you know, there's not just trash all over the place, but it's just, they're just, it's just all unkept uh, yeah. it's like, you know, it's, it's not like a resort type deal where there's people laying out and stuff all the time. I mean, you know, you find big, huge sand dollar biscuits all over the place. You know, if you're looking for seashells, you're walking all over them down there, but it was, it's beautiful, but you know, everybody, there's just dirt poor. There's just nothing there. I mean, you know, as far as, you know, like, uh, you know, there's, there's no career opportunities there. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but, uh. I mean, I just, I feel bad for those people, man. They, uh, they just can't seem to get a break. You know, once they get over one big hurdle, then some other shit hits them right between the eyes. And, you know, of course their, uh, their president just got assassinated. What about a month ago? Yeah. yeah about a month yeah, ago. Yeah. That was, that was huge in the news. Yeah. I heard he was kind of, you know, their, their government and everything's real freaking corrupt over there anyway. So, yeah. you know, they're, 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 uh, 
they're damned if they do, damned if they don't, you know, that type deal. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess on a lighter note, did you, uh, do you eat a lot of good food? How's the food over there in Haiti? Incredible. Yeah. It was, it was great. Yeah. yeah so what had, kind of, what kind of food is it just like, with, oh, we describe had, it, we had, uh, we had goat, we had, uh, one night we, uh, you know, cause where we stayed, you'd be sitting there at nighttime, pitch dark, looking out over the ocean and these guys are out there fishing and they've got bonfires in their boat. I mean, you know, I'm just like, well, there's just some ballsy ass people here, man. They got a fire going inside their boat, you know. But anyway, they come up uh, on shore one day, and I forgot what we was doing. We was getting ready to go and, and start to go to work that day. And they brought us two humongous coolers of just big, huge lobsters. So we had lobster that <laughs> night, you know, and it sold it to us for like, you know, $40 in American money, you know, and two $20 yeah. bills or whatever. And that got us, you know, I mean, actually over here in the United States, it had gone for like 5000 bucks or something. I mean, it was just. <laughs> Two huge coolers full of lobsters. <clears throat> but, no, we ate really good. And one day, we went to this lady that worked at our compound. Her name was, uh, what was her name? Good-looking Haitian girl. That dang it, I forget her damn name. But anyway, we went to her, their house. <laughs> yeah. And her parents lived there. And so Brian and all of us are sitting there. And that we were they served us goat. They served us this uh, stuff that looked like coleslaw. It's called pickles. It's real spicy. I found that out the hard way. <laughs> um all the food was good and everything, but we're sitting there, and I said, so this is goat? And she said, yeah. And by that time, we're, me and Brian are sitting there talking. We looked out in the backyard just right behind us, and there's four or five goats out there just running around the backyard. So I, I turned around, looked at Brian, and pointed at him, and I go, run! <laughs> <laughs> we're sitting there eating your brother right now. They just took one of them out. It was pretty neat, man. Oh, that it was, is cool. It was a pretty cool experience, you know, just going down there. I, I mean, that's... Uh... I'd, I'd like to visit, you know, like I'd like to go out of the country again, obviously. I really, I, I enjoyed it. Like I, I couldn't, I was so excited to get home. Like it was, it, it's weird how much you miss America when you leave, you know. Oh, yeah. um, so, well, some people, there, there's some people that go, like some of my friends would go abroad and they're like, oh, I never want to go back. But, and then I went and I was like, I can't wait to be back. Like, I, I mean, I could see, I could potentially like see myself living in Ireland at some point. I don't think I will, but I could, you know, yeah. if I, I was like, you know screw it you know for some reason like i lost all my family here mm -hmm. in one terrible accident i'm like yeah i just restart over there it's a it's a cool place but um i'd like to visit some place that like that that's not as nice as i, I feel like is 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 a kind of crappy way to put it but uh you know some place like like vietnam or or Bolivia, or or uh, Brazil, or something. Mm -hmm. Some place where a U.S. dollar is worth a lot more than like you know yeah, what I mean? Because like yeah. when I went to when I went to London, it's like a U.S. dollar there was worth like three, or it was worth like like it, one pound in in England was like three U.S. dollars. So it was just everything was just super expensive because the dollar didn't mean anything over there. But I think it'd be cool to go someplace where things are like a lot cheaper and also like isn't haiti one of those did you ever like get to like barter like I, haiti seems like one of those places where they have like yeah yeah, yeah. you we could would, like we um, would hit a couple of these villages yeah. we went to this one little village it was called beta hen and we went in there and went to this store and you know they had you know to be of course you got to take these alcohol swabs i mean everything's bacteria riddled to the max you know so that was that was like a luxury to, to be able to find a coke a bottled coca-cola yeah and, uh, yeah, you just sit there and barter with these guys, you know, and, you know, they'll try to get as much out of you as they can, yeah. of course. And then, you know, so it was, it was a, it was just a neat experience. It was nothing like, but trust me, once I left there and, 
got back here to Naples, you know, I was just yeah. like, my lord, it's good to be home again, man. Oh, I bet. What what did you uh, what did you miss the most about down there? No, I mean, like for instance, when I got back, I think I told you this, but when I got back from Europe, oh, the just thing... the beach and a cold beer, you know, really like going yeah. and hitting whatever restaurant I want to down here, you know, do Mexican food or or, or Thai food or just because we've got all that here, you know, I mean, it's yeah. just real diverse, but. Uh, yeah, just I just I was just ready to get back home, man. You know, I just like I say, it's, it's heartbreaking, but you know, if anybody tells you that they didn't want to, you know, leave and come back home, they just wanted to stay there in Haiti. They're probably lying to you, you know. But, yeah, yeah. But no, they it's a, uh, you know, like what you're talking about. You know, I uh, I send them, you know, fifty bucks here, a hundred bucks there, just whatever I can, you know, afford to do it. <clears throat> I mean, you send them a hundred dollars over there, and it's like you just send them, you know. Four or five thousand dollars or something, you know. I mean, yeah. it's, it goes a long way. Well, they can there, do a lot know? with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But no, I mean, I, I would like to. I'd like to travel more, but me personally, I just really don't care. You know, I mean, I live in such a wonderful city now, so you know, for me to go on a cruise to the Caribbean or something like that, I've got a beautiful, you know, beach a mile down the street from me. You know, yeah. right here on the backside of the bay. So why the hell would I spend the money to? Do something like that. I mean, yeah. I guess it'd be nice to experience once, but I don't really care to, you know. Honestly, Naples beaches are the best beaches I've ever been to. Yeah, Not that I've been to like a million beaches, beautiful but beautiful down here. It's just it, it's it's the sand is like really soft and it's mm-hmm. like nice and like yep. white and, and like the sand is like white and pretty and um, the water is like almost clear. It's great. Like when I, I was I was really uh, surprised I guess when I went to Miami for the first time. Um, because I thought the, I don't know, I thought the beaches and stuff, there would be a lot nicer than they were. And then I got there and I was like, this is, it's like 90% seaweed and the, the sand kind of sucks. It's kind of gross. It's almost like river sand and, brown just, and shelly. And, yeah. It's just brown yeah. and shelly and probably has glass and stuff in it. And you there's like know, yeah. too many people. <clears throat> but, uh, that was another place I didn't really, I didn't really like Miami either. Uh, that's just too busy. It's too it's, much it, for me. It's you know, too, we don't have, you know, like, especially like spring break or something like that. You know, you don't have, uh, you know, kids puking off the balconies and shit like yeah, that. It's like, you know, it, over here it's a lot more laid back. And, of course, I'm 56 years old, so. That's it's like the, the Las Vegas of, like, Florida. But, yeah, I mean, I've heard. I ain't got no desire to go over there. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, place like that, I've heard you, like, move there and you kind of get into your own groove and stuff. And you kind of tune out the people that are there for a week just to get wasted and party and stuff. which. Yeah. Those days they, are way behind me, man. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I'm getting there myself. I cannot handle it. I, I'm getting there myself. I think uh, this semester, you know, obviously my last one, like, there, if we can have parties and stuff, which there, there still will be, like, even if we were, even when we weren't allowed to, like, students weren't allowed to have parties and stuff that during COVID, like, there's still kind of be small things here and there. But, like, I'm getting to the point now where it's, like, the beginning of college, that's all I wanted to do is, like, go to big parties. Like, I still got... You know, I did all my schoolwork and stuff, and I was good at that. But on the weekends, though, that's all I wanted to do was look for those. But uh, I've gotten to the point now where it's like it might be like 10, 30, or 11, and I'm like, eh, I'm going to go to bed. I do this thing. Yeah. My, my, you know Ryan? You know, Ryan would make fun of me because oh, yeah. yeah. uh, I do this thing where I, we'd have like a – I did it a few times. We'd have like a party at the, uh, at the house, and i just like – I'm going upstairs to get like a drink of water. And then I'd go up there and just kind of lay in bed for a couple minutes, and i just wake up fully clothed the next morning. Just hung yeah. over. I'm like, dang. And they're like, where'd you go? I'm like, I don't know. I guess I passed out at like 11. <laughs> it went on outside my window until two in the morning, but I was done by 10:30. Oh yeah. So, yeah. but uh, 
Uh, this is um, so kind of another random question. I've heard it from Dad's perspective a lot, um, but he was younger, and I want to hear yours. What was the so what's what's the age ranking for you and your brothers? I always forget. Like oldest uh, oldest to youngest, it's Larry. How, the old- how, Larry's the oldest, and then Steve. God rest his soul. He's not with us anymore. Uh, and then Nikki. Then me and then Brian, your dad. Okay, so you were like you were second youngest. So second I mean, youngest, yeah. how how much older than dad were you? Uh, four years. Okay, so that's I'm, that's I'm that's fifty six. I think Brian just turned fifty two. Okay, so if he was, uh, you know, he was twelve, you were sixteen. So I guess it's a significant enough difference to ask this question. Now the rest but, of us were all within a year apart. Gotcha. But what I'm wondering is, you know. I think it's it's always kind of really cool to think about, you know, it's normal for you guys, I guess, but, you know, uh, Cotton owned a nightclub while you guys are growing up, which mm-hmm. is crazy. I think yeah. I've always thought that's super cool. It is the most happening place in town. Yeah. Cotton's Turf Club, yeah. So what Dad talked about, like the way it affected him kind of seemed like was that he had like a few birthday parties there with like his like middle school friends or elementary mm-hmm. school, however old he was. Did What was your interaction with the Turf Club and like did you ever – were you ever old enough to like actually kind of hang out there and like? Oh no, no, hell no! I was a. Uh, <clears throat> this was right about the time that mom and dad were going through their divorce, and uh, yeah, I was probably 13, 12, something like that. But the only thing I really had to do with that place is on Saturdays and Sundays, or I mean Sunday mornings, because they were you know of course closed on Sundays back then. You, you know back then you couldn't get beer or you couldn't do anything on Sundays. You know except you know get up go to church and just chill out or whatever. Well, a nightclub in Owensboro wouldn't even do well now on Sunday. No, no. no. Well, you know not really, but it do a heck of a lot better than it did back then just for the fact that they serve alcohol. But yeah, no, we would go down there. Dad would take us all down there on Sundays and we would help clean the place up. You know, there's beer cans and shit all. Oh, that's what I do every Sunday. Yeah. But we'd find, you know, heck, Jimbo. I remember one time we went down there on a, on, a, on a Sunday morning, and Granddaddy Clark went with us. And it was me, Granddaddy, Dad, Steve, Jimbo, Nikki, you know, just a bunch of us down there. And Jimbo found a $100 bill, you know, on the floor up underneath this table. I mean, we would go back, you know, back behind the bar, and there was money all over the place. I mean, we'd leave there with 20 bucks in our pocket. Of course, back then, you know, like now, they'd be like, you know, Two or three hundred bucks or something. Yeah. Know? So we were like, "You want to go uh, clean the place up Sunday morning, uh, boys?" And we were like, uh, "Yeah, that's yeah, a, let's do it." It's kind of a good gig. Yeah. Plus, they didn't hire a cleaning service, and you know, they just, you know, they they grab all us kids and sit there and just go get in here and help us clean this damn place up. You know. Did uh did like Larry or any of your other brothers have or like older brothers I guess ever have any sort of like official capacity? Like like you know how like Jim was a bouncer, and then. Didn't your mom do something like Mimi, mom, Mimi mom did checked, something with the books or something? She checked IDs uh, at the door and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, she checked IDs. So did did you know like Nick or Larry or Steve ever like work in the club or no, have any no, sort of? No, we were all way too young, man. Larry, I mean, at that time, uh, I mean, all the way up to the time that Dad and Jim sold that place and got rid of it, I think Larry was probably only sixteen, seventeen, or something like that. You know. So whatever happened to it? Just uh, went under. Well, no, it didn't, it didn't really go under. They just they just had too many problems, man. I mean, it, it got to where and it was a nice place. It's not like it was a you know a shithole or anything. But there's yeah. fights and stuff. You know, you'll have that with alcohol in a nightclub. You know, people get drunk and act like idiots. Next thing you know, there's a fight breaks out. But no, they didn't have to hire a bouncer at well, all. Dad and Jim owned that place, and Jim was like, "Why do I got to hire a bouncer?" He said, "I can whoop any of these some bitches, man." <laughs> I mean, I've, 
the amount of like Jim whooping ass stories I've heard from that. Nah, we, we could this could last for five hours. I think I my no my favorite one. He wasn't a redneck. He just didn't take no shit off nobody. I, I it's so funny because like obviously like I have a different perception of him than you and Dad and your brothers did because like I'm younger yeah. and he was just kind of like Uncle Jim. But oh, he was the uh, best uncle, man. We I had think a great time. I my favorite one I've heard so far is the uh it's like the cooler top story from like NASCAR. They went to go see like the Indy 500 or NASCAR the Daytona 500 or something. Yeah, we and went to a few of those. Yeah, and then like uh fun as hell. and then like Jim dropped his cooler top off the like there was like tiered seating so he dropped it off like the balcony or something and he's like i'm gonna go get that and he went down to get it with dad apparently and then the guy he went down to get it found it and the guy next to it was like this hit me on the head and then jim was like all right i'm sorry can you hand it back to me and then get jim was and then the guy was like i don't think i will and then jim just like looked at him and was like you really want to get your ass kicked over a cooler and then the guy just handed it to him like yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff yeah that's so funny no, yeah, Jim was one of these kind of guys where he'd just back up against the wall and sit there and point at four people and sit there and say, come on, every damn one of you. And he would hold his own. There's He's no an action hero. He was, he just, you know. And they, they Jim used to tell me stories whenever they, him and Dad were little kids, you know, like say they had a paper route or whatever when they were little kids growing up, you know. Like over, I think it was like over on Davis Street, uh, toward downtown I was growing now. But, they, you know, they grew up in a little bitty house. And Dad would be riding his bike down the street or whatever, and two or three kids would come up and try to start punking up on him. And Dad would sit there and go, you better leave me alone or I'm going to go home and get my little brother. You know, my, my little brother. And he said, they'd be like, yeah, whatever. And he'd go get Jim, and Jim would go down there, and he'd just whoop the shit out of three of them. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, like, uh, it's like your dad was – he, Papa was like the uh, – he was like the talker, and then Jim was like the muscle, it mm -hmm. seemed like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, Dad would just take a couple steps back, turn around, look at Jim, and sit there and go take care of it. See, I, I hear I hear that, and then I always think of the story that Dad told me about he like I told you the other day the story he told me about getting in a fight where he just went up to three dudes on their bikes when he was a kid and just went to the guy in the middle, punched him in the chest, and then they all just like I think they beat him up maybe, but that's just that's just, it's it's the funniest way I've ever heard of starting a fight with three guys versus just one yourself, just yeah. punching a guy in the chest, and I, I don't even remember what the issue was, but I can't imagine there was an issue strong enough or serious enough to where you need to go up to three guys hit the one in the middle on the chest, and then and start then a fight like that. Commence to take it a good ass whoop. And then just get, yeah, and just get your ass whooped. Yeah. But it, it's, it's fun. It's, it's like, uh, that's, that's the funny thing is like, I think, you, you know, when like growing up, it's like, I was like, oh, my dad's a superhero. Like, I, I love him so much, which he still is. He's, he's a superhero oh, yeah. to me. But it's funny because he'll just tell me stories now. And it's always like, he'll call me randomly at school. Like when I'm at school, I'm like walking in between classes or like I'm in our courtyard playing basketball and I'll be like, Oh, dad's calling. And usually it's like, Oh, Hey, how you doing? We just kind of like BS for a little bit. But then sometimes he'll just call me just seemingly to tell me like something like that. One time I told you, he, he called, he called me one time I was playing basketball and I was like, he was like, what are you doing? I was like playing basketball in the courtyard. And then he was like, we started talking about basketball and you like, you know, he played in high school or whatever. And then he was like, quiet for a second. He was like, you know, I was really good at warmups. I'm like, what? He's like, I was really good at warmups. And then I'm like, all right. He's that like, you know, yeah. And then he's <laughs> like, he's like, then I get, I, I'd start playing and, you know, I said, well, uh, uh. and I'm like, so you're good at the part where you're not playing against anybody. Uh, you know what, man, it was a long time ago. I think he just played like his freshman, maybe his freshman, maybe his freshman sophomore year. I always thought he was like a star athlete, which I'm not saying well, dad no, isn't. Was, I'm not saying, always good at yeah, I'm not saying dad isn't good at basketball or wasn't good at basketball or wasn't an athlete, but I think I just being his son, I always thought much higher. I just assumed he was like MVP. No, and he, stuff. Was, he was, was good at basketball. He was good at uh, 
at football. He's good at baseball. He's good at uh, you know on ice skates. I mean, he was. Oh, he ice skated. Yeah, yeah. We know. all grew up on skates, man. Yeah, Brown was a uh, you know my uh, grandma Clark and granddaddy Clark. They lived there uh, right off of Parish Avenue on Venable. So for mom to get a break from us crazy asses. She'd take us over there on a Saturday morning, you know, and sit down and drink coffee or whatever with Grandma, and we just cut through the backyards and go right there to the skating rink, you know, because it was right there by the old armory. And, uh, you know, back then, hell, you could get in for 75 cents or 50 cents and skate for four or five hours, you know. Was, those are just good memories back then, man. We had a really good time. That was the, uh, wasn't it the same, it was the same ice rink that was there when I was, like, little, like, when me and the twins played hockey? And then they tore it down and did yep, it. Yep. So it was the same one. It could, yeah, because I remember the armory was right next to it. Yeah, I remember all that, that shit's gone now. Yeah. I, mean, like, I, don't, I don't go back to Owensboro very often at all, but, yeah, you go to that parish now, and then the armory's gone. Of course, the old uh, skating rink's gone. Uh, I think that's all they got there in that parking lot now is, is the edge of the new skating rink, which is nice, super nice. Oh, yeah, it was great. That was, my, that was like a, up until, like, freshman year of high school, maybe sophomore year. That was where that was where I hung out. I just mm-hmm. go there like every Friday night. Like we'd be hanging out at school. I'd be like, "What are you guys doing later?" And they'd be like, oh, "I don't know." And they'd be like, "You guys want to go to like the edge at like seven, and then like stay the night at whoever's house?" And we'd be like, "Yeah." yeah. So we go, and that was the uh, good memories, man. I had my first kiss there. That was where I had my first date. It was great. Uh, a lot of memories there. It was awesome. And then I'd, I'd take uh, I used to take dates there because then I'd be like, "Oh, I can't really skate." You know, I played hockey, so that was the one thing I was good at. I was like, hey, "I can't really skate that well." And then I'd show off. Which is like the dumbest thing to show off. It's like ice skating, yeah. and also that's like a skill. That's the that's the funny thing now is like that's a skill that I'm really good at, but no one ever gets to know that. Like I don't yeah. ever get to just like ice skate in in general life. Mm-hmm. So like it's always nice when I do get to. Like we went to uh, when I was in London, uh, we were we had a few free days uh, where we weren't doing like class type stuff, and so we'd be like, oh, what are we gonna do? And I ended up finding this place. It was a really cool idea. And I'm assuming they have a lot of places like this in uh, like bigger cities. But it was like, uh, it was, you go, it's on street level and you enter at street level. It's, I think it's called Queenscape. And you go down these stairs and it's a combo, like combination restaurant. It's like American style food and uh, bowling alley and uh, ice rink. So you go down these stairs in like this basement and there's all three of these things right there. So there's like a ice rink on the right. Bowling alley in the middle and the restaurants on the left kind of included with the, nice. uh, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, they were like, <clears throat> we were trying to figure out what to do. And they were like, Oh, let's go to this place. It's got a bunch of stuff we can do there. And I was like, you guys want to go ice skating? And they were like, Oh, sure. I guess we could. I'm like, no, no, no. We, we, we should, we should go. We should go just cause like, I just want to show off. Like, I just want to show people I can do this one yeah, thing. Yeah. It was great. Uh, and I actually taught my friend, uh, I taught my friend Amanda how to skate backwards. I like doing that. Like, I go with friends that don't really know how to skate. I can, like, kind of teach them. Because it's really easy to learn. Yeah. It just takes, like, practice and stuff. But, like, uh, I miss hockey. Uh, that's, like, the one sport I really enjoyed playing. Which, like, I like I like exercise now a lot more than when I was a kid. You were twice the size of uh, most of the kids you skated and played hockey with, too. Really? I don't... Well, yeah, hell, I couldn't miss you, man. We'd be sitting up stands watching you guys play and... and... Well, there's Forrest right there, you know. <laughs> you were, you I think were I got, taller than a lot of those kids. I was going to say, I think I got tall kind of quick from what I remember, but mm-hmm. I wish I got taller because, you know, I, I'm still shorter than dad, which is frustrating. I wish I, because I'm like, I'm like six foot on a good day. Like, I, I think I'm six say, foot. I about five, eleven, six foot. I think like I'm six foot. But yeah, Brian's got me by a couple inches and I'm five, ten, five, eleven, so. It's frustrating. probably six, one, six, two, something. Yeah. The worst thing too is I was, uh, I think, I can't remember who it was. I was hanging out with, uh some friends or something 
and someone asked me how tall I was. And I don't know why this still hurt my feelings, but so I was like, I'm six foot. And then some girl was like, bullshit. I'm like, Oh, that hurt my feelings. <laughs> I was like, you can't call me out for that. She's like, you're five eleven. I'm like, Oh, this is because that's a thing now is like girls really care about how tall guys are. So like your height is like, it's important, which doesn't matter now. I'm in a relationship and she doesn't care how tall I am, but yeah, it's like, like Chevy Chase on that movie, Fletch, yeah. whenever they announced him, he was a basketball player. And they said, here comes uh, I think his name and uh, his basketball name was Ted Nugent. Yeah. They called him Ted Nugent or whatever. And they said, he's a, uh, He's five foot nine, but with his afro, he's six foot four. You know, he had that big goofy ass afro. That was a great movie. Love Chevy Chase. Oh yeah. I heard he was an asshole though, like in real life. Like he's kind of a jackass. I mean, you wouldn't think that he would be, but there's a um, there's a show I like to watch now where he's like he's like much older. It's uh, I think it, the last season aired probably like it was like a like two thousand. I think it started in like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. It's a show called Community. It's like a sitcom about all these people at a community college t- together in like a study group. And one of the characters is played by Chevy Chase because like it's community college, so it's like people of all ages. I think I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like just this goofy like sitcom or whatever. And he ended up like he did not get along with like any of the cast members, and like everybody said he was like an asshole. And Donald Glover, um, he would say like racial shit to Donald Glover and stuff. And then like, they'd be like, Donald, are you all right? And he'd be like, uh, it's, it's fine. It's whatever. Like he was just like openly racist on the show and he was just a jackass to everybody. And I think I haven't watched any like the newer two seasons, but I think they like made it toward like, I think he quit the show. Donald Glover or Danny Glover? Donald Glover. Donald Glover is, he's a, like, he's an actor. He's a standup comedian. He's also like, I don't know if you've ever heard of Childish Gambino. He's like a rapper. I'd probably notice him. Yeah. Yeah. Super huge. Like he's a really multi-talented guy, great actor, um, and great like musician and everything. But he used to just do like comedy stuff and then he got into acting and then he got into music. Um, and then, you know, but he did community and he was great on that. And, uh, but like, anyway, Chevy Chase was just like, everyone just said he was an asshole on set. And just, just kind of a dick, which sucks because, like, I, I hate it whenever it's, like, I really like an He's actor. He's one of my favorites, man. I love him. Yeah, which, like, I still like, enjoy his movies and stuff. Like, I've seen, mainly because of Dad, I feel like I've seen the Family Vacation movies, like, so many times. I've seen Fletch a few times. It's been a while. Yeah. You know what? I really it's want... It's not as good as the Vacations, though. No. No, no. Of Caddyshack. That's a all-time just classic Chevy Chase, you know. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I like, uh... This sounds weird, but I just, I don't know why I remember this, but there, you know the scene, there's a scene in Fletch where he's playing tennis? Uh-uh. I think Fletch. Might, I think it's Fletch. I don't know. But there's a scene where he's playing te- uh, playing tennis, and I remember. I was like, he's got a, he's just had a great outfit on. He was like back whenever the shorts were really cool. They were really yeah. short. Yeah. I like, that's that's like kind of the shorts that are in style now, is like the short shorts that come back. I remember I wore um, like some khaki shorts like that, like real short, like super short, a little bit too short. And uh, I wore him to class, and this was when Nick was putting windows in the Everybody house. He gave you a bunch of shit. Oh, he gave me a bunch of shit. Like I walked out, and I was like, "You need." I like I'd come out there every morning while he's putting in windows or doing the gutters or whatever. And before I go to class, I'd be like, "Hey, Uncle Nick, do you need anything? Do you need any like you know, you want a cup of coffee or any food or anything?" And like one morning, I did that, and I was like, "I'm about to go to class. Do you want anything?" And he was like, "Man, what are you wearing?" I'm like, "It's just <laughs> it's just some shorts." You know, it's like, "Jesus, man!" He's like, "I think your nuts are hanging out." I'm like, "Oh God." And I was like, uh, he de- he doesn't get it. He doesn't get the shorts, but uh, uh, they were too short to be clear. Yeah. I I still wear them, but what I do is like I let 
I let them, I wear them without a belt for like 30 minutes while I'm getting ready. And wherever they sit they without the belt, shirt so they can hang yeah, them. wherever they sit without the belt, that's where I belt up. So it's, it's, I, I, I lower them a little bit yeah. because if I wear them all the way up, you yeah. can see my underwear. You're going to catch shit over it. Oh yeah. Um, I got a question. So this is one of my favorite, um, my favorite questions to ask people, uh, especially when I first meet them. Cause it lets me get like kind of a good read on like who they respect and like just a lot of things about them. Um, excluding Jesus Christ. Cause I get that answer a lot and I'll mm-hmm. ask them and they'll be like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, oh, that doesn't really leave me a lot of work. I, I, I agree. And I, I respect that answer. But if you could sit down and have a meal with any person living or dead, who would that be? Uh, probably my mom again. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I bet used to just bless me so much. You know, I mean, I'd take mom to church on Sundays, and you know, Linnell and I, and uh, we'd get out of church, and we'd always, we would always go either out to the summit. I was a member out there. Oh, you remember at the summit? Yeah, yeah. I was out there about three years, two, three cool. years. We'd go out there to the summit and uh, have brunch, and then of course, you know, mom would go home, and I play golf all day or whatever. But we'd go there. We'd go to our main place. We went to was on Charlie's out there by the mall. Yeah. Which is, you know, I mean, it's just like Friday. She, she liked or, it, though. Oh, she loved it, man. We went I mean, there a few times. But, you know, the, what the whole thing was was just, you know, just sitting there face-to-face with mom and just having good conversations, and we'd eat lunch and, and you know. You know, it's, 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 it's good it's, stuff, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's – and it, it, that – it's also, like, not just because it's your mom or my grandmother, but she was a great person to eat with, you know? It's mm-hmm. like I remember uh, – Whenever she lived in the Roosevelt house, one of my, I think this is so funny. One of my favorite members, uh, memories about Mimi was like, we went over there for dinner. She invited us over for dinner or whatever. And we went upstairs, got to a room and sat down. And then I went to the kitchen to get something and she was making fried chicken. So I was like really excited. It's she like my, makes some badass fried chicken. Oh yeah. It's one of my oh, favorite God. foods. So I was super excited. Also, she makes, she just makes great food. She, mm-hmm. you know, as, as long as I've known her, she, or uh, she always yeah, made I great food. Yeah, I learned a lot from her. Yeah. And, but I went in the kitchen and she like checked on the fried chicken, I guess, in the oven. And she looked up at me. She was like, she's like, don't tell your dad it's, it's IGA chicken. I'm like, what? She's like, I didn't make this. It's IGA chicken. And I'm like, okay. Oh, she just went and bought the fried chicken and then just like heated it up or something? Yeah. And then continue to lie to dad and tell her that, <laughs> tell him that she made oh, it fresh. I love it, man. It was so funny. Cause it's like, we had this weird secret throughout the entirety of the dinner that I knew that he didn't know. He was just eating the shit. Yeah, he was just eating. He's like, ah, oh, this is great chicken. Yeah, and Mimi yeah. was just like looking at me. She's like, yeah, it is. So I'm like, oh, shit. oh my God. And it was like, that was my favorite. Uh, she was like the best babysitter ever. Like mm-hmm. when I was a little kid, I'd always like I'd, every weekend before I got, because like when I was a little kid, I used to always like stay that, you know, I mean, you know this with Landon, I would always like try to stay at other people's houses. Cause like, I think whenever I was like, it was just fun. You it was just more fun. Overs, man. It was more fun. And I didn't have, um, you know, I didn't have siblings or whatever. So like, and, and I remember when I was like four or five and I, I love it. Cause this is like, this is just such like a great example of the kind of person dad is where he's like, he's a great dad. Don't get me wrong, but this is just kind of how he is. I was like four or five. And I remember this so distinctly. I walked in the living room when we lived in uh, forest Hills and I was like, dad, I'm bored. And I was like five. That was a great house. I was like, I was like, super young and I was like I'm bored and he was like he looked at me and he was like it's not my job to entertain you go find something to do and I'm like yeah it's fair yeah that's that's fair enough man. I was like five years old and I was like yeah I, that makes sense that's fair that's not on him he I was should probably sitting on his ass watching a golf tournament or something absolutely entertaining yeah. himself like mm-hmm. I should have been doing well yeah um but then that's I th- hereditary man we got that shit from dad 
Oh, he did that too? Oh, yeah. I mean, that was right up there with a the root canal, man. I hated sitting down on Sundays. You know, I, I wouldn't have anything to do. Excuse me. And um, I'd walk in the back door or whatever, you know, be out running around the neighborhood and come in there. Dad would be sitting in there in his damn pajamas on a Sunday all day long watching golf. And the guy's sitting there going, and now on the tee, we have Lee Trevino, you know, whatever. And I'd just be like, man, can we watch freaking cartoons or something? And he'd just be like, we just go back there and take a nap or whatever. And I hated it. And now, that's all I watch on uh, Sundays. I'll sit around and sip on beer and grill out and just watch golf all day. Did you watch sports whenever you were, like, younger, like, other than golf? Yeah, yeah. See, so I, I, I don't know. And all that stuff. Of course, all of us, you know, I, I was, uh, when I was little, Brian... I forgot who Brian's favorite team was. Brian was just... Titans? No, this was way before the Tennessee Titans became a team. But I was a Miami Dolphins fan. Nikki has always been a diehard Vikings fan. Steve was always a, a New Orleans Saints fan. Larry was always a Washington Redskins fan. Oh, so you all had a different team. Yeah, we all had different teams. And then, of course, I didn't last too long in Miami. And then, next thing, of course, uh, by the time I started to become a Green Bay Packers fan, that's when... Uh, uh, Mark Higgs, this guy we grew up with, and he went to Owensboro High School. We played Papa Worth football together. He played, I, th- I don't know how many seasons he did with Miami. He was a great football player. Yeah. He played for the Dallas Cowboys and Miami. But, yeah, everybody had their own favorite football team. Hmm. But, no, yeah, Brian, uh, yeah, we watch sports all the time, you know. See, I don't know. I feel like, because I never thought I'd get into golf, but now I've played more golf than I ever have in my whole life. And, like, I love it. I love like, it, man. I think that's what. That's one of the first things I think I'll do. I mean, where else can you ride around in a golf cart and sip on cold beer and just laugh and bullshit and everything? It's the best. Yeah, and, and you know, and, and, and sip on cold beer. And I mean, if the cops are out there, they're out there sipping on beer and playing golf with you. you know? so, <laughs> no, I love golf, man. It's there's I, I still and I have friends too. Like my friend Molly, one time she was like, she's like, what do you, what do you? Uh, she texted me. She's like, what are you doing today? It was like a Saturday at school, and I was like, I think we're gonna go play some golf. She's like, really? It sounds terrible. I'm like, have you ever done it? She's like, no. I'm like. It's actually really nice. You just go out there and sit yeah, and man, think. It's, fun. I like it's it. like one of those things too. It's also really nice to do it by yourself. Like mm-hmm. you walk nine holes. It's really cool. Yep. But uh, I don't. I don't know. I like playing golf. I don't know. It's gonna be a while before I think I get into watching it. Like I wonder when that'll happen. Also, I never. I've never been one to watch sports in general, and I always wonder. I'm like, will I ever get into them? But who knows? You know, I might. I sit there. There's nothing better for me to sit down and watch a nice golf tournament during the day or. Uh... Or, you know, I'll put it on NBC Sports, you know, yeah. Wednesday night rivalry during hockey season. And it's, you know, it's usually always like the Red Wings or the Philadelphia Philadelphia Flyers and the, uh, you know, the, the, the Blackhawks or whoever. But, no, I like to sit down and just sit on my ass for a few hours and watch a good hockey game, too. Yeah, I've always wanted to start, like, getting it. Because, like, out of all the sports I think I could get into watching, it would definitely be hockey. Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted to just, like, pick a team and start sport, following man. it. I love that sport. It's, it's, it's – I've heard it's, like – Someone told me, uh, I was having a conversation with someone, it's like going to see a live hockey game in like regular season is nearly as good, if not better, than seeing the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just so exciting. I haven't seen a, like a live hockey game in, since high school. Oh, I've, I've, I've got to go see another NHL one. I've play. I've seen every one of them play. You st- well, well, you're still a Preds fan, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you have a favorite team like other than that to see? Because uh, like they always wa- have different traditions. Yeah, I always liked stuff. watching the Red Wings play. I always like I've seen the Red Wings play probably about five times and uh and the Boston Bruins. I feel like Bruins, I mean, that's always a good team to see too. I feel like out of any teams in in the United States, I feel like Boston teams are always really cool to see live because like mm-hmm. the Boston's like it's a sports town. Yeah. And they always have like 
really intense like traditions and cultures associated with their sports. Right. You go see a game in Boston, it's 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 going to be insane no matter like it's the Celtics or if it's the Red Wings or the Bruins. I mm-hmm. feel like there's just or the Red Sox, their baseball team. You know, man, uh, back to whatever Lindsay and uh, Ryan lived in Boston. We were going to go. <clears throat> we were talking about going to see. It was the Penguins and the Bruins, and it was televised. You know, NBC Sports was doing it and everything. So I thought I told him this is like a month before we went down there, and I'm like, that would be great. He said, you want to? He said, you want to go to the game? And I said, yeah, that'd be great. Well, hell, nosebleed tickets. The cheapest tickets were 350 bucks or something stupid like that. But the cool thing was, what I'm getting at is. When we decided not to go to the game, I was like, shit, I can't afford that. I'm not going to pay that kind of money. But we're walking around, you know, and, and, and just having cocktails, you know, trying pizza shops and stuff like that and everything. Anywhere from a baby to a 90-year-old man or woman walking down the street, everybody downtown had on a Bruins jersey. <laughs> All of them did, you know, the night that they had that game. But that was kind of cool, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think I think Pittsburgh ended up winning that. They won by like a goal or two, but still, yeah. I mean, that's all it was. Everybody downtown walking around where we walked, everybody had on a Bruins jersey. Mm-hmm. So they're real, uh, they're real strong there. That's one of the. Uh, I just saw beginning of the summer. I went with some buddies to Cincinnati. and We saw a Reds game. I've never seen the Reds play. It had been. I've never been to a baseball game. Really? No. It's okay. Like it's it's. I had more fun. Like when I went to when we went to go see the game. There's like this whole street blocked off right in front of the stadium. Who did you uh, go see? The Cincinnati Reds. I mean, who did they play? Do not remember. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. But uh, they um, had this whole street blocked off, like right in front of the stadium, and you know, there's like just just hundreds of people and stuff like walking around. They all had like Cincinnati Red stuff on, and there was like you know drinks and food. I had more fun at that than I did at the game. Like the yeah. game was fun for like tailgating's awesome. Exactly, the game was fun for like two innings, and then I was just like, all right, my back's starting to hurt. I'm going back out to the parking lot and tailgate. <laughs> I spent twelve dollars on ice cream. I'm like, I don't. This is <laughs> this is fine, I guess. Yeah. And it's, it, I don't know. It's like baseball is fun, but only in like the most dr- dramatic moments. I think when I'm watching baseball, like it's like base is loaded. You know, it's 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 the ninth inning. The game is tied up. Like that's that's yeah. I think that's exciting. Bottom of the ninth. Yeah, yeah bottom of the ninth. Um, but like just the, the there's so many innings. It's just so long. I was just like I think we left after the seventh inning because the girls we were with were just like, you guys want to head out? And we we're like, yeah, that sounds great. So we left. But I mean, the ticket was only like thirty five dollars, so it wasn't too bad. And we were yeah, kind of up in the nosebleeds too. Yeah. Um, but I could go. He, baseball is cool. I think if you want to go like like talk to somebody for a long time or catch up. It's like, Oh, let's go mm-hmm. see a baseball game. Or if it's like someone is visiting, like if I lived in Boston and someone was visiting me, I'd probably, I might be like, Oh, let's go see a Sox game yeah. or uh, something like that. But like, I, I don't know. It made me miss hockey. Like hockey games are just constantly, I think it's like they're, you're, you're drawn in the whole time. Oh yeah. 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 No, I don't, I, I couldn't, if I lived in a big city where, that was one of their main deals was, was their baseball team, you know, like in Boston or, uh, you know, just wherever. I just, I wouldn't buy, I'd, I'd rather buy season tickets to, you know, if I lived in Nashville for the Predators, season tickets for a hockey team than I would baseball. You know, mm-hmm. I just stay more tuned in on hockey. You know, baseball's, I don't know. I miss press kind of games. boring, man. Yeah, know? it's it's just... I don't know. It's not a lot. It's not, it's not kind of boring. It's boring as shit. Yeah. Know? I mean, unless you're watching like the World Series or something like that. But now a hockey game, 
you know. Yeah. It's just nothing good, nothing better than, you know, sitting there watching a game and all of a sudden they break out into a good scrap, you know, or whatever. And yeah. It, it could just, all of a sudden the game turns into boxing drives, on ice. Drives dad nuts. I don't know how many times we'd sit down and watch a game on TV and he'd sit there and he goes, why in the hell are they sitting there just throwing their gloves off and they're fucking fighting now? And I said, well, because they don't like each other, Dad. <laughs> Shit, I don't know. It's called hockey, man. But, yeah, no, I'd, I'd, I'd much rather, uh, if I was a se- season ticket holder in any sport, it would be either football or hockey. No if doubt. I lived in Nashville, I think I would consider getting season tickets. Yeah, I mean, you got the Tennessee Titans there. You got the, the yeah. Nashville Predators there. You also, know, the like, Preds Nashville's games are so great. Town. I'd love to see, I haven't seen a Preds game since, like I said, high school. And I saw I haven't that. since I moved down here. It's been probably 12 years, since uh, 10, 12 years, something like that, since I've seen a. Probably been a little bit less for, for me, yeah. honestly. But, uh, like, the last game I went to, I went with Mom. And I think within the first five minutes, the goalie got in a fight. It was mm-hmm. awesome. But, like. I, I would love to go see it as an adult adult, like, because, I mean, it was really fun because, you know, when I'd go to see, we would go see Preds game, I think I maybe saw three or four, maybe five my whole life, but when we'd go see one, it'd be like me, mom, and dad, and then maybe like, you know, one of the, one of the Maddoxes or something, mm-hmm. and we'd go, then we'd go eat at some like cool restaurant on Broadway, yeah, yeah, and yeah. all that stuff, but or like now, Church Street or somewhere downtown, yeah, exactly. But now that I'm like 23, like it'd be cool because like you know you can drink, and you you know you can go eat wherever you want, and you can just really cater the experience. Which there's like a lot of things. It's like it's it's kind of weird now that I'm, you know, I'm in my late or in my early mid 20s, and I'm older because I can do like stuff I did with my parents. That was really fun. It's different now. Like going to the barbecue fest when I was younger, it was cool because I got to run around with all my friends. But now sure, it's like yeah. it's like no, I can drink and hang out with my friends, and mm-hmm. you know, it's it's just the same things I did when I was younger. Like go to Preds games, go to the barbecue fest, or come down here. It's like it's different now that I can drink. You know, the whole atmosphere of the thing changes. Yeah. So uh, I'd love to go see a Preds game, like as an you know older person, I guess. Um, and also, I want a jersey. I've got I've got like one fake hockey jersey. Uh, you don't that, have a Preds jersey? No. I haven't had a Preds jersey since I was like 10. You want one? <laughs> do you, do you, I got a whole closet full of hockey jerseys. Hell yes, man. I got a, a real nice old, uh, <laughs> when, when the Predators had their black jerseys. Yeah. Uh, Shea Weber. You know, he doesn't. He plays for Montreal now. Dude, if you just don't want a jersey, I'll tell you. Well, no, I mean, I'll I got a whole it. damn closet full of them. I got probably three or four different Predators jerseys. I got one that's got autographs all over it, one of their original jerseys. Then I got the black Shea Weber Real nice stitch jersey that I bought. Oh god! Then well, I got a, yeah. a red jersey, which was there. It was a practice jersey for them, but it was the logo of the old prehistoric looking predator, or whatever. And I put some uh, some some new patches on that. And I'm like, nah, hell, I'll give you one. All right, we'll, we'll, all right, we'll, we'll take we'll, jersey, we'll take a look after this interview. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just I haven't honestly like. Out of all the places I've been, it's it's kind of weird that Nashville is like closest city to Owensboro, sort of like you know uh, mm-hmm. that I go to a lot. But it's it's honestly my favorite city I've ever been to, if not yeah, second or third. Fun ass town, man. There's just there you could there's everything in the world to do there. Everything yeah. to do there in Nashville. Yeah, and a lot it keeps getting keeps there. getting bigger. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's a, it's a great town. It's a now like I say, whenever I was last time I was working there and everything for Dad, it was. Shit, uh, 10, 12 years ago, you know, and 14 years ago, something like that. But now you drive through there, and I don't even hardly recognize downtown's growing so much. Uh, everything outside of downtown, right outside, is just, I mean, the housing market and everything there is just stupid. Yeah. I could, there's no way I could afford. 
I mean, I live right here in Naples, Florida, and I couldn't I couldn't afford to buy you know a two bedroom condo right outside of downtown Nashville. I mean, my God, it probably cost you six, seven, eight hundred thousand bucks or something. I don't know, but I heard it's yeah. getting pretty bad there as far as their housing and shit. That's a thing. Traffic's is, getting yeah. worse too, you know. Exactly, and like it keeps getting bit. Like I talked to Tom about that a few times, and he's like. I'm like, how do you feel about he's all? He's used to it, though. Yeah, I mean, he's getting used to it, but I guess, but every person I've talked to that lives there, they're like, oh, it's getting worse because you know, just so many people keep moving into Nashville. I think Nashville is kind of like one of those places where, you know, in the last like year or two, a lot of people have been leaving Los Angeles and a lot of places in California and yeah. moving places like Austin, and I think some are moving to Nashville and stuff. So they're just getting like an influx of like, like people just migrating across the United States, kind of. But uh. I think that's one. If I would, that's one of the plate. Like if I don't know, like if I if I if my plan falls through, I guess for what I want to, where I want to live after graduating, I'd you know I told you like I'd love to live in Atlanta, um, just because it's for what I want to do and just kind of the opportunities available and stuff. It'd just be best if I lived around a city in Atlanta. Just kind of seems like the best of a lot of different things. Um, but I would live like I think I would want to live like outside, like in the suburbs, mm-hmm. like a like you oh, know yeah, one of those. Gosh. Yeah, one of those little like satellite towns. It's mm-hmm. like when you you know you meet someone. Like I've told you, I meet people, and I'm like, they're. I know a lot of people from St. Louis because of school, and I always ask them, "Are you from St. Louis or are you from outside St. Louis?" And they're always like, "Outside St. Louis," like something like that. Yeah. Like one of the little, uh, 15, like 10, 15 miles outside, you know. Yeah, like my friend Clay's from. He say he's from Lexington, but he's actually from like Nicholasville. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, outside Lexington. Yeah. Uh, so that's, I mean, that's what I would do. Like, if I moved to Nashville, I pro- definitely probably wouldn't be able to afford to live like in Nashville proper. So I'd live like just outside Nashville, in one yeah. of the little, you know, yeah. orbiting orbiting towns, and it'd probably be like a lot cheaper there, and then it'd be a little bit of a commute, but you know, oh well. Uh, I'd be like looking for opportunities and stuff in the city, but I'd probably be working kind of either in the little town I'm living in or somewhere in between. Yeah. Uh, like day job type stuff. Well, I just, I mean, it, it would be neat for me. I'm just being transparent. It would be cool for me as far as like a, a just a fun checking everything out, partying type aspect of it, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, if you lived right in the middle of downtown Nashville or Atlanta or a place like that, I mean, my God, I guess you got to be making at least a quarter million a year. Or something, you know what I'm saying? To be able to afford anything like that. It is my favorite place to party, though. As far as like yeah. Na- like Nashville, like going on Broadway, like it's so oh, it's, a blast, it's so man. cool. That's where I went for blast. I went there for my 21st. It was awesome. Um, yeah. And I went back uh, this past semester, and that was that was great. But we did we didn't go. We really weren't really on Broadway that much until the end of the night. We found like this other street that had a bunch of bars and stuff at it on Second it. Avenue. Down there by the river? I think I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, broad, uh, Broadway tees into second and then you take it uh, left down second and you know. Might have been second. But it was uh, it was really cool. They got a coyote ugly down there. I think they got Buffalo Billiards. I know of course like I say, shit, this was years ago. They had another place down there called Big River and it was a restaurant, but they had pool tables and stuff in there, you know, and that was mm-hmm. right at the corner of Broadway. Yeah. And uh second. But, I mean, it was just always something to do. You know, we'd get off work, and we stayed at the um, Holiday Inn Express right there on Broadway. Mm-hmm. So I told Dad, you know, after I met Linnell, I mean, of course, this is years and years and years. We stayed in, it was 8.01. I stayed in the same suite at the Holiday Inn Express for years and years. I mean, I knew everybody in there in the lobby. We'd come in at the end of the day, and it was like, you know, do I got any mail? You know, I mean, that <laughs> type thing. I mean, everybody knew me and Steve and all of us and everything. But I told Dad, I said, I can't do this anymore. 
I said, and then on top of all that, I said, they put a damn coyote ugly down there on second, you know, so Chew and I walk in there one day, and this chick that's just a 12 on a 10 scale has got these little Daisy Duke shorts on, and she's laying <laughs> on her back on the bar, and I was like, man, I've heard about these places, you know, these coyote uglies and everything, and she's laying there about this time that she's got an olive in her belly button. Okay. And this other chick, dressed about the same, just wearing next to nothing, just smoking hot, she goes crawling up on the bar over the top of this girl, and that girl on the bottom sat there and popped this damn olive out of her belly button, and the other chick on top of her caught it in her mouth, and I turned around and looked at Keith, and I was like, fuck, this isn't good at all, man. Two o'clock in the morning that night later on, we're staggered out of there, and I was like, dude, we got to get up in three hours and go to work, man. And I told Dan, I said, I can't do this shit anymore. He goes, well, why do you got to go out every night? I said, we're downtown Nashville, man. You got to go out every night. <laughs> I think... It, that was Dad, one of Dad's favorite... Uh, uh, little comments or whatever i'd be like are you going out again tonight or whatever and he's like are they open <laughs> you know wherever he was going you yeah know, yeah they're all open i love tennessee dude it's 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 uh beautiful state it's great it's i had a i remember i'll never forget i, I had a conversation the mountains huh you know florida's really flat i said i missed the mountains yeah know? florida is really flat yeah. the, the drive the worst part of this drive thursday is going to be getting out of florida from atlanta or from like Florida, Georgia state line to Kentucky. It's really cool. I like mm-hmm. I like going through Atlanta. I like going through Nashville. Because when you get to Nashville, you're like, shit to look at. Yeah, when you, know? you get to Nashville, also, you're like, I'm basically there. I'm yeah. two hours away. I'm right, almost done. Right. But, like, once you get to the Florida-Georgia line, it's whenever the trip just starts to suck. Because you're just driving mm-hmm. through Florida, and it's just such a long state. But uh, I was saying, I like, I distinctly remember the argument. Well, it wasn't even an argument. She won instantly. I had a conversation with my friend Charlie, which is Joe's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um one time we were talking about, I don't know how we got on the subject, but she's from Tennessee. She's from Paris, Tennessee, like Grace. And um, she was like, I was like, God, something, something Kentucky. And then we got an argument about like Kentucky versus Tennessee. And she's like, it's Tennessee easily. I'm like, how? What do you mean? I was like, Kentucky's great. And she was like, Knoxville, Chattanooga, Nashville, Memphis. Memphis. And yeah. I was like, okay, I get it. I get it. She's like, what do you guys have? Lexington? I'm like, yeah, it's pretty good. She's like, Louisville? Louisville's fine. Sargo, yeah, <laughs> Stanley, Paducah, yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, I thought about it after that. I was like, you know what? Tennessee wins that contest pretty, pretty easily. I like, I love Tennessee. It's beautiful, yeah, it's great, um, state. beautiful state, beautiful state, and also just like the the cities in it. Like, I love um, a lot of stuff. I love, there. I love Chattanooga. Is such an interesting Chattanooga is a great city. A lot of history there. A lot of That's history. A fun ass town it's too. It's beautiful, man. like with the mountains and the river yeah, and everything. Yeah, I went to Haiti with Brian Tapp that I was telling you about. Brian lived in Chattanooga for a couple years, I think. Super cool. Yeah. And then Knoxville. I love Knoxville. Mm-hmm. I went to Knoxville for. Uh, I had a professional audition uh, two years ago, and it was like this convention type thing, and it was really cool the way Mom and I did it because I was just going to go by myself and stay in a hotel or something. But Mom was like, "Oh, let's make it a trip," and I was like, "Hell yeah, let's do it." And so we went together and mom was just like, kind of, it's, it's kind of funny. I was on like a business trip almost. And mom was with me and she drove me and stuff. And we stayed with like some of her friends, which was convenient. But like, I kind of got to get to uh, like a little familiar with Knoxville. Just, I love it. It's mm-hmm. a great town. Yeah. I've yeah. never been to, uh, never been to Memphis either. Uh, but I really want to go to Memphis soon. I just want to explore more of Tennessee and what it has to offer. I really like the state. Like, yeah, that's another place I could I could see myself living in Tennessee. Memphis at some point. is a is a real real big on blues music. Yeah, and barbecue. Super big on yeah, super you know. big on like music. There's a musical that'd be cool about Memphis called Memphis. It's all about the music. Gatlinburg is awesome. another awesome town, man. Yeah, Gatlinburg is really cool. Well, uh, I think uh, I think this is this is pretty good. We got like. 
I think a bit over an hour here, so this is perfect. Mm-hmm. So anyway, thanks for thanks for being on, man. Thanks for having me, Forrest. I love I, you, brother. I love you too. All right. Well, we'll get uh, we'll get on set here. All right.